Hello, movie trivia schmodown universe. We are so excited for season eight. Season eight is the biggest season that we have ever done. And we have launched the schmodown faction merch. That is right. Faction merch from all eight factions. They are available now. You like swag? Well, get a swag hoodie. Put on that hat with corruption hat. Put the shirt on. Get the championship design. Anytime you purchase faction merch, a percentage of the profits go into a pool. It is going to contribute to what the factions are playing for. Hell, I want to see them playing for $100,000, $200,000, $300,000. I want to see them playing for what they are able to play for, what they have deserved to play for. Who's the faction I'm supporting? Who do I want to win? And I get it. So head on over to the Skybound store now. The link is in the description of this video. If you're watching your favorite factions and you know when they're going to be competing, Put on the shirt, put on the hoodie, put on the hat, and let us know. Take some pictures, tweet it out, hashtag Schmodown, and we will retweet it and show everybody who you are supporting. Enjoy the match, enjoy the merch, and we'll see you next time. Welcome back, everybody, to the Movie Trivia Schmodown. It is the Inner Geekdom Tournament. We are getting further and further into the first round. This is the third match of the first round of the tournament. I'm Christian Harloff, joined as, not as always, but it's getting more frequent, and I love it. It's the pit boss, Ken Knapsack. What up, Ken? Hey, happy to be here. I don't have a retirement plan, so it turns out this is it, buddy. Good to see you. Good to have you here. We've been having so much fun together on the desk. I can't wait to do it, whether it's in studio with you or at a live event. That's been talked about. Looking forward to that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this match because you obviously have some history here with Brandon. Hannah, Saul is somewhat newer to you in uh, in what he's done as a competitor in the Inner Geekdom. Yeah, Saul's an interesting character and cat, without a doubt. He made an appearance calling into a radio show. He won some tickets to the Schmodown, it seems. And I, I, I've met him, and, and he's he's intriguing, man. I don't know what's going on behind those eyes, which means he's a wild card to me. And, and, and I love that he's coming here, and he takes it seriously, brings his great passion and knowledge. On the other side, Hannah, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say about him, Harlov. I don't know what to say. I like the guy. I like the kid. It took a turn for the worse last season. Right. I, I don't know. I, do I apologize? Do I send a letter and chocolates? I don't think you did anything wrong. I think Brandon Hanna was the one in the wrong of that particular thing. But Brandon Hanna has had beef with many people, yourself being one of those people. But Saul last year, they met in the first round of this tournament last year. And everyone thought Brandon Hanna would just take care of Saul very easily. Well, that did not happen. He did get the victory. But Saul proved himself as someone to be feared. And even in the loss, he won the hearts of the fans. And then this season came out on a tear. He knocked out both uh, John Humphrey and he knocked out Greg Alba and got himself to that number one contender match against Amaru Moses. And the question was, in the pressure situation, did it get to Saul? Did it, it was because he wound up getting TKO'd against Amaru Moses. And did he make some mistakes? He's not a rookie, but it seemed he even he would tell you he made some mistakes. He wants Hannah. He wants Hannah bad. Will today be Saul's day or will Hannah get the best of Saul once again? 
I don't know. You look, and here's the thing about Saul. This is a guy, you can tell he's probably been in a few knife fights on the Lower East Side. So I don't know if pressure is the thing, but sometimes maybe you get in your head about wanting to prove what you already know about yourself to the world. And maybe that could be the problem where Hannah's pretty convinced in his own mind that he's great. And you know what? I don't disagree with that. I like the guy. I'm here to see what he's ready to do. All right. Let's see how we got where we are. A lot of heat between these guys. Here we go. Saul. Kate, the den. Well, I'll tell you what's right in front of you. Judgment Day. Keep whistling through the graveyard, Brandon, because when people do that, their story always ends in that graveyard. Enjoy the smack talk while you can, because it won't last long. You're nothing more than a Collider Live phone call that got through the line one too many times. It left a scar, it left some scar tissue. And that, that acquainted me with a very lonely, dark feeling that I have no interest in ever meeting again. Palladium, wrong movie, buddy. Wrong movie. Great attempt, great attempt. You know what we call attempts in this league? Losses, so. If you look at what Brandon Hanna did last season, he's very selfish. There's something that Roxy has done where he said, okay, look, you know, I, I, I took this one on the chin, but now I'm going to get brush myself off and I'm just going to play again. I think I finally have a manager who gets me, understands me, who sees my value, knows my worth. How bad right. do you want to face Brandon Hanna again? Tell me. I, I want it more than I want my next breath. You know, I have a vision board with this kid's head on it, all right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I will extinguish Brandon Hanna. Brandon Hanna sure as hell knows it. He knows I'm coming. He knows his inner geekdom career has to collide with me. Uh, my preparation was not what it should have been. I'd altered it because of the logistical uh, issues with traveling, and um, I now I know better. So we're bringing the intensity back. Okay, we're going to come angry, and that's how it's going to go. I'm not going to be happy whoever I play. Just know that. This is a guy that gets mad at himself for going to multiple choice. Yeah, Saul's gonna be fired up. He's furious. Not only is Saul going into the tournament now, he gets to face the hitman, Brandon Hanna, and you know that he wanted that match, and that match is gonna happen now. Brandon should've just let me win. The Schmodown would've been a much calmer place. Anyone who thinks they're gonna be playing me this year at any point, go ahead, just walk around yeah. thinking I'm at my ceiling. Yeah, no love lost there, Ken, between both Saul and Hannah, both taking shots at each other. Hannah, very confident that he will win this match once again and get himself back into the inner geekdom spotlight. And it's interesting because Roxy Schreier not able to be here today. And first time manager Christy V will be managing Brandon Hannah. How will that have an effect? What will the dynamic be with Christy and Brandon? Brandon, as you know, is not someone who likes to just be managed by anybody. So will he have a good dynamic with Christy? I guess we're going to find out. Hey, you know what? The manager role can make or break you. I know. I broke a lot of people. So uh, I'm interested to see what a new face, a new voice, uh, a new, uh, you know, a, a bit of a vice in your ear, what that can do. That's, that's a wild card as well.
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Three rounds in the inner geekdom division. Introducing first, representing the stars with a record of four wins, four defeats, and one knockouts. He is Brandon Hitman Hannah. Brandon the Hitman Hannah. Brandon, we haven't seen you in a little bit. Here you are in the IG. Got to ask you, man. I did see you in the audience for Collision. You were there watching that match. How did you feel? I saw the big smile on your face when you heard TKO when Moses won. What were you thinking? You knew you were getting Saul right away, didn't you? I did. And first of all, I'd like to say, what's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Brandon Show. This is the show where we meet once a year. And what do we do on this show? Well, we make Saul's life a living hell. And how do we do that? Well, we utterly embarrass him at movie trivia in the Schmodown Inner Geekdom Tournament. We've got a great show for you here today. We're going to talk about how Saul's never won a three-round match. He's never answered a five-pointer correctly. And he gets TKO'd by some guy whose biggest accomplishment was beating Moose Haas, I suppose. And we're going to talk about Ken Napsok on the desk. Wow, didn't see that coming. Good help must be hard to come by these days. But before we get into all that, let me answer your question, Christian. Um, yeah, I love seeing Saul get TKO'd. And I knew I was going to play him next. And I was like, ha, that's what I get to do next. TKO Saul. Wow. Sucks for him, but great for me. Ken? I mean, I, I don't get it. I, I love Brad. I love his, I, you know, his new look. He's Lucy Goosey. He looks like he's at the free drink hour at a business conference. I'm here for him. And he just attacks me, Christian. I'm hurt. Well, I mean, that would make sense. You know, look at the history. And there's this history between not only Hannah and you, but Hannah, you got, look, Saul has been talking before the tournament, before Moses, how he's wanted this rematch with you, how he's wanted to show you that that was a fluke last time. Uh how do you feel about the words of what Saul has said and, and the, the gimmick infringement? Well, it's absolutely no fluke at all. And Ken, I love that you brought up my shirt. I actually stole this out of Jacoby's closet. It fits like a glove. Imagine that. But no, yeah, not a fluke at all. I can't wait to beat Saul again. I don't know why the polls are skyrocketed in his favor when, again, he's never beaten someone not a part of the Real Rejects YouTube channel. No offense to those guys. They're great competitors, but they're not on my level. And the last time I played someone on my level, Amaru, he got TKO'd. And the last time before that, he played me and he lost. And it's going to happen again. And again, I, I feel bad for the guy honestly but you know i'm just here to have fun i'm here to play movie trivia and i'm here to well embarrass saul on a yearly basis see you next year all right well look you could potentially do that once again in the first round so thank you brandon hannon we'll see you in just a minute and his opponent representing the dead with a record of two wins two defeats and two knockouts this is Saul Saul all business liking the look here my friend and I know you had to sit back and listen to Brandon Hannah talk thoughts comments what do you got Brandon Hanna has a weak heart, and I'm going to rip it out of his chest. Ken? Wow, I think that was a line from Last Mohicans, and I'm, uh, whew, I'm, I, that's that, that, I'm backing off of this man in an alley. 
All right. So, Saul, I got to ask, it seems like you don't want to do much talking today. Normally, it's the Saul show. There's a there's an intro. There's a monologue. Is is any of that still anything that you want to do? You want to just get down and, uh, and, and take on the hitman? This is a very special episode of the Saul show. Very special. And by the way, Brandon, speak a little faster. It's not like we don't know you're nervous or anything. Just speak a little faster there, Sonic. All right, listen, you know, I, I think I think we've had we've heard enough here, Saul. Although Saul, I gotta ask you, man, before we get into it, I know you want to play and I get it. Coming up, it wasn't too long ago where you had that match against uh Amaru Moses. Knowing right away that you're gonna get Hannah, does that inspire you right away? Or do you have to kind of lick your wounds first before you start training again to take on the hitman? I'm just correcting a deviant timeline. It doesn't uh my opponent doesn't alter my preparation. I've said that time and time again. This is no different. I am just taking out some trash, and I'm fixing a mistake from last year. That's all this is. All right. Well, good luck to you, sir. And now we're going to bring in Brandon Hanna. Our competitors are here. Round number one is about to begin. Ken, what are the rules? All right, my friends. Listen up. I think you know them, but let's get on the same page. Each competitor here will get 10 questions from 10 different corners of the Schmodown Inner Geekdom universe. There's no penalty for missing a question in round one, and there is no stealing in round one. Questions are worth a point, and uh, Christian and I will be asking these. And in alternating fashion, competitors will have 15 seconds to write down their best attempt and an answer on their whiteboards. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show that you wrote what you wrote to the camera while verbalizing the answer into the microphone. Each competitor has three uses of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Not sure you heard a question right? Want to buy yourself another 15 seconds? Use that rule. Each competitor also has one challenge to them that can be utilized at any point during the match. Competitors may initiate the challenge. We'll bring in your manager. It'll be up to the manager to confirm and then ratify the challenge is taking place. We also ask competitors to keep their hands up where we could see them for the entire duration of the match. All right, so Saul's green screen has gotten dramatically better, and Brandon Hannah is ready to go. So I ask you, Saul, are you ready? Yep. Brandon, are you ready? Saul, let me say at a pace you can understand. I am ready. Just as boring as ever. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Three rounds in the Inner Geekdom Tournament. All right, Ken, I'm glad you're getting a kick out of two people who just don't like each other. Christian, you know I don't laugh at anything. Those two guys made me laugh. Good. All right. All right, here we go. We're going to start with graphic novels. All right. <laughs> you want me to go first? Oh, you do the evens. Uh, good to see you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Which 2014 graphic novel adaptation from director Stuart Beatty features the characters Dr. Tara Wade, Gideon, and Zuriel. Did Saul move to the suburbs between the intros and now? Well, he's got a great green screen, as I was mentioning, Ken. It looks like, uh, you know, it's a nice, uh, it's a, I feel like I want some iced tea with him at the moment. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we start with Saul. I, Frankenstein? Yes, Brandon. I didn't have it. I guess I did tomorrow. All right, so Saul goes up one nothing, and now we get to question two. Question two, gentlemen, is in the category of Star Wars. Hey, we've heard about that one. Here's your question. Did you hear that? Is the first line spoken in what Star Wars film? So you want to hear something funny is that we have a new sponsor, and I've been looking up its, uh, some, some audio books, Ken. Yeah. 
subscribed. And the first thing I see in Star Wars was your book. Five. Four. I listened to some of it. Three. Two. One. Hands down. Hands up, please. We start with Brandon Hanna. I guess the New Hope. That is correct. And Saul. A New Hope. Yes, sir. So, Saul, going up. Not a very confident Brandon Hanna answer, but nonetheless, he gets it right. And Miracles do happen, Christian. That's fair enough. Here's the third question for you guys comic book movies you'll find dedos or dedos d-e-a-d-o-s monsters disguised as humans that refuse to move on to the afterlife in what film i think i said that right ken i'm not sure you know in inner geekdom you and i are going to mess up everything and the comments are going to hate us but we're here and what are you going to do i think they understand actually five four three two one, hands down, and Saul. R.I.P.D. Yes, sir. And Brandon. R.I.P.D. Saul keeps his lead three to two over Brandon Hanna as we get to question four. All right, question four comes in the category of Batman. Batman. Which actress plays Catwoman in Batman the movie? I, I like keeping score at home, Christian. Like I'm watching the Orioles and Yankees in 1989. Did you watch the Philly Did you watch the match? I watched some highlights, and the last highlight made me cry, but it was great. Yeah, three, me too. Two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with Brandon Hanna. Lee Merriweather. Yes, and Saul. Lee Merriweather. Now you got it. All right. So Saul has not missed yet, and Brandon Hanna only down by one, four, three. As we get into question five, Transformers. In what film will you hear the quote? I'm asking you to look at all the junk and see the treasure. You got to have faith, Prime, in who we can be. Well done, Christian. Christian, what was your first Transformer toy? I want to tell you that it was the actual Optimus Prime truck. Those, the ones that you could, you know, that probably weighed like 87 tons. Five, four, three, two. Please repeat one. the question. First one for Saul. Please repeat the question. Please repeat the question. I got, I got you. I got you. Uh, here it is. In what film will you hear the quote? I'm asking you to look at all the junk and see the treasure. You got to have faith, Prime, in who we can be. Saul using his first. S- Saul has the intensity of a hitman late for work. <laughs> he does. Five. Four. Three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up, please. And we're going to start with Saul. Saul, what do you got? Saul, what do you got? Last night, I didn't. Incorrect. Transformers, the movie. Also incorrect. Looking for Transformers, Age of Extinction. Last night. It's not a Age of Extinction. All right. So we are now going to question number six. Question number six comes in the category of Wizarding World. Wizarding World. In the crimes of Grindelwald, what type of bird is the Lestrange family emblem? All right. Yep. Writing this sound pretty quick. Yeah. Christian, you ever get drunk on butterbeer, which is non-alcoholic? Yeah. sugar, Sugar drunk? Oh, yeah, it's the best. Five, four, three, two, one. 
Pens down. Hands up, please. We start with Brandon Hanna. It's a raven. Yes. And Saul? Saul? He's way behind. Saul? Saul? Yeah. Is he in a multiverse? You <laughs> <laughs> might be. Oh, yeah. turn Saul, turn it over. Turn it over, brother. No, we're in. All right. We got to figure something out here. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'm going to I'm going to give it to I don't I mean, Hannah. I mean, you're right. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what's going on there. Uh you got it, Saul. But we got to uh, we got to figure something out. All right, now question 8. Whoa. Magic. Saul just appeared somewhere else. All right, so now we are going to get to question 10. This is question Seven, excuse me, question seven, and this is dystopian time travel. All right, here we go. Character of Raven, just kidding. The T-800 has begun living as a human and goes by what name in Terminator Dark Fate? A dystopian time travel, clearly what Saul's been doing this entire match, popping around. Now he's in an Ikea. It's crazy. It's, well, whatever it is, he popped up in good internet this time, so I'm all right with it. And five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, hands up, and Saul. Carl. Yes. And Brandon Hanna. Carl. Okay. So it is now 6-5. Saul clinging to a one-point lead as we get to question eight. Question eight comes in the category of Star Trek. Which actress plays Dr. Carol Marcus, a science officer who uses the pseudonym Carol Wallace to board the Enterprise in Star Trek Into Darkness? Don't forget that hole uh, in there. Yeah, where is it? Yeah, gotta get that right. Talking to yourself? Um, you know that's what I do. Most yeah. of the, all of Phase Three of Schmoes, I just talk to myself in the corner. To you the ball. Boogie. Five, four, three. Two, one, pens down. Hands up, please. Both hands here, Hannah. Hannah, and now we got what? What's your answer, Hannah? Sorry, I, I had an itch. Uh, Alice Eve. Yes, and Saul. Alice Eve. That is correct on both accounts. So it is now. Saul still has that one point. It is 7-6. As we approach question number nine, we're going to go to a mixed bag of questions here. Mixed bag. Out of the four MCU Avengers films... Which was the only one to receive no Oscar nominations? Mm. I'm not going to say much, Christian, because I don't want to upset Saul's internet. (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Pens down. Hands up. And we are going to start... Excuse me, with Saul. The Avengers? Is incorrect. And Brandon Hanna? I guess it's the same. Looking for Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. I thought Hannah. that was a trick. <laughs> Hanna had a chance to tie. Comes up short there, but it's still close. Seven, six. Uh, Christian going to 10th and final question in round one. Round one started last Tuesday. Category is animated. Animated. In the Adventures of Tintin. How many total miniature models of the unicorn exist? 
And this is when I'm definitely out of inner geekdom, Christian. I pack up my bags and leave That's them. It. That's it. Yeah. Where is it here? And we got two, five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Repeat the question. Second one for Saul. All right. Coming in category is animated in the adventures of Tintin. How many total miniature models of the unicorn exist? It's like a philosophical question, too. Very, very tough question. Um, but hey, this is inner geekdom. This is the tournament. So yeah. you want to play at the elite level. You got questions like this. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And Brandon Hanna. Three. Yes. Saul. Two. Didn't have it. Fuck. So we have a Sorry. tie game. That's that. Tie. Thanks for the repeat, Saul. I would have said two. We wow. have a tie game. It is 7-7. Seven, seven. Brandon Hanna comes back with a big pull at the end, tying Saul. All right. So the way this is going to work here, round number two, it is the wheel round. How's that go, Ken? All right, the wheel round. You all love this round. You'll spin this big virtual wheel. Once you settle on a category, you'll get five questions from that particular realm. Each question is worth two points, unless you need multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Stealing, of course, is available in this round. We ask competitors to keep their hands up where we can see them for the entire duration of the match. All right. So, Saul, you do, you are the higher ranked competitor and you are tied. So, you have uh, an opportunity to go first or second. What would you like to do? We'd like to go first, please. I'd like to go first. All right. So, with that, we're going to remove Brandon Hanna and bring in Kate Mulligan. All right, Kate, 60 seconds to talk to Saul. You're playing better than he is right now. I know that score is tied, but you're, you are, there is a confidence in you. You are right where you need to be. You are prepped for this. This is your match. That's all I'm going to say to you. Keep taking your time. The use of the JTs was smart. You got to just, you, you know what? We're not trying to lose by still writing. So you are, you're doing everything perfectly. The internet's on your side now. Let's do this thing. Let's, let's keep this momentum. You are, you're looking good, my man. All right. Let's go. So here is the wheel and here's the spin by Saul. All right. The spin is in there, Ken, as you like to say. Oh, sorry. I missed my line. It's all right. Take again. Spin yep. is in. Christian, the spin is in. And it's landing on mixed bag. 60 seconds to decide if you want it starting now. I mean, what? what's... It's, it's depth. Uh, it's 296 films that I have to index. Statistically, there's better opportunities on the wheel. Yeah. Also, listen, again. and even if we get opponent's choice at this point, we get mixed bag. It's the, it's the same as what if we kept it. So, yeah, I agree. Spin it please, again. Please spin again. All right, here's the spin. All right, so whatever Saul gets here now. And I really uh, hope I really hope you land on Raven. <sighs> on what? Raven, Raven, Spider Raven, Raven. Spider Man, it is. So Spider Man. Spider All right, we'll take it. Okay, here we go. So Saul, you're going to get five questions in the realm of Spider Man. Are you ready, sir? I am ready. Yes. Which actress plays the role of Peter Parker's mother, Mary Parker, in The Amazing Spider Man? Multiple choice, please. Is it A, Embeth Davids, B, Carrie Coleman, C, Hannah Marks, D, Kelsey Asbill? C, Hannah Marks. Incorrect. Brandon, for the steal, 
Which actress plays the role of Peter Parker's mother, Mary Parker, in The Amazing Spider-Man? Is it A, Embeth Davids, B, Harry Coleman, C, Hannah Marks, D, Kelsey Asbill? D. Also incorrect. Looking for Embeth Davids is the answer. All right, Salt. Which Spider-Man villain said the following line? Join me. Imagine what we could accomplish together, what we could create, or we could destroy. The Green Goblin. That's correct for two points. Question three. Who plays the role of Flash Thompson in both Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3? Joe Magnello. That's correct. For two points. And for your final, oh, sorry, for your fourth question. Which film features the line? That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. Can you please repeat the question? Please repeat the question. The last one. Which film features the line, that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero? Spider-Man 2. Is incorrect. Brandon, which film features the line, that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero? Spider-Man 3. Looking for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So that was question four. Here is your final question here, Saul. Saul, who has a cameo as a snooty theater usher in Spider-Man 2? Bruce Campbell. Two more points. So Saul sees himself now 13-7. Brandon Hanna couldn't capitalize on the two misses, but Saul did miss twice. And Brandon Hanna uh, is going to spin now. So 13-7. Saul still has a pretty nice lead here going into Brandon Hanna's spin. All right, we're going to remove Saul and bring in Christy V. All right, Christy, 60 seconds, starting now. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing all right. Saul's making a lot of mistakes, but I'm not capitalizing, which is getting under my skin, but it's okay. We're going to we're going to well, finish right. this round too. And right. You didn't spin that. Could it be? Right. You're not in charge of getting those questions. That's not your spin. You're fine. Saul is good, and so are you. And you don't have anything to prove. We know what you're capable of. You know what you're capable of. You've already done this before. So just trust your knowledge, trust your ability, trust the math when we spin this wheel. Definitely. I got the power of Jacoby running through my veins. I Absolutely. Feel All right. Here we go. So now here is the spin by Brandon Hanna. And the wheel is up. And here's the first spin by the Hitman. The right. spin is in, Christian. Thank you. Thank you. We need to get you one of those shirts pretty soon. Uh, it's going to land on DC Films. 60 seconds to decide if you want DC. I, I think we talked hard. about this. Yep. I, I like I like this category, but I think we could do better. Yep, so. yep. I'm I'm all about it. This is our chance to get some get some points on the board. So whatever you think is going to give you the most points, let's give it another go. All right. So here is the final spin by the hitman. Whatever he gets here, he's got to take. 
Han is prepared. He knows he knows what to do. The good strategies in place. Well, that is what he's trying to get. He, he spun close to DC, and now it's away from DC, and it's going to land on scores and soundtracks. Scores and soundtracks. All right. All right, so that's what Brandon Hanna is going to find himself at. Scores and soundtracks. All right, Ken, so they are back, and now there are five questions for the Hitman. Here we go. That's right. Five questions. Category of scores and soundtracks. Who composed the score for 2004's Catwoman? Timer. There it is. I'll go multiple choice on that one, please. A. Klaus Badelt. B. Elliot Goldenthal. C. John Ottman. D. James Newton Howard. Can I get one free repeat of those, please? Of the choices? Yes, you can. Yeah. All right. A. Klaus Badelt. B. Elliot Goldenthal. C. John Ottman. D. James Newton Howard. Klaus Bedell. That's correct for a point. All right. So Brandon Hanna using that. Uh, the choice is there. Now he gets a second one here. Second question. Here it is. Well played. All right. In what Harry Potter film will you find the songs Do the Hippogriff and Magic Works performed by the band Weird Sisters? Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That is two points. No hesitation there. He knows that Wizarding World well. All right. Hannah within three now. Uh, say again? Hannah is, is, is within three points. Oh, that's right. There's a game on. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I was just having fun talking Harry Potter with Brad and Hannah. All right. Question three. Who composed the score for the films R.I.P.D., Red, and Ant-Man and the Wasp? Five, four. I'll do a repeat, please. That's the first one. All right. Who composed the score for the films R.I.P.D., Red, and Ant-Man and the Wasp? Christoph Beck. That's correct for two points. Good use of the repeat there. All right. Oh, big pull by Hannah and finds himself now within one. Should he hit this with a two-pointer, he'll take his lead, first lead. Here is the question. All right, question four out of five. In 2004's The Punisher, country music star Mark Coley's character, Henry, excuse me, Harry Heck, plays what song on his guitar to Frank Castle inside the diner? Multiple choice, please. A, In Time. B, Hurt. C, Still Running. D, The End Has Come. The end has come. That is incorrect. Incorrect, Saul. Here's the question and the answers here. In 2004's The Punisher, country music star Mark Coley's character, Harry Heck, plays what song on his guitar to Frank Castle inside the diner? A, in time. B, hurt. C, still running. D, the end has come. A, in time. That's correct for one point steal. One point steal. Big steal by Saul. Gets himself back to a two-point lead. So now Brandon Hanna can tie the game should he hit two points here. 
or he's going to find himself down going into round number three. All right, Ken, here's the final question for Brandon Hanna. Fifth and final question, Brandon, Brandon Hanna. Which Star Trek composer also wrote music for 1987 Superman, The Quest for Peace? Jerry Goldsmith. That is incorrect. Saul, question. Which Star Trek composer also wrote music for 1987's Superman, The Quest for Peace? Alexander Courage. That is correct for a two-point steal. Massive steal by Saul. Wait. You said Star Trek Alexander Courage? Yep. The question was, what Star Trek composer also wrote music for 1987's Superman, The Quest for Peace? Alexander Courage wrote the theme. He wrote the theme to Star Trek. Let's, so let's let's. Are you are you looking to challenge, Brandon? Um, I don't know. I just because I when I hear that, I think which like c- composer, and he's not billed as composing any of the Star Trek movies. His his music is credited in numerous Star Trek films. I'll wait until there's an official challenge before you challenge back. So, Brandon, do you want to challenge? Um. Yeah, why not? I probably I probably won't get another challenger. Right. Brandon and Christy, your argument? Yeah, if it, if it's just the theme, I would think the composer would be that when you list the credits, it's for that specific movie. So maybe the theme would be something different. So Kate, yeah, install your your uh, your your uh, counter. Uh, uh, if he is credited, if he is credited in in the to the movie, then. I mean, there's not actually a challenge here. Fair the Star Trek, the, the Star Trek theme by Alexander Courage is credited in multiple Star Trek films. He's in the credits. He's on IMDb. He's okay. a Star Trek composer. All right, so give us, give us a moment. All right, we are back, and we have our ruling. Ken, what say you? All right, I love breaking hearts. I got two to possibly break here. And after uh, conferring over uh, a cellular telephone, it was a great conversation. We caught up. It was a good time. But we also determined that though the challenge uh, was understandable from Brandon in the, in the sense of uh, he wanted some clarity in the question, when you look at the research, uh, Alexander Courage is listed on literally every Star Trek movie tv show as the composer and additional music so we are going to uphold the decision uh and the steal for Saul. and with that brandon hannah has lost his challenge and saul will go into round number three with a four point lead it is saul 16 to hannah's 12 okay so ken we are at round number three what are the rules What are the rules indeed? We uh, need a series of numbers from each of you competitors. These numbers will range from 1 through 16. We need three different numbers from each of you because each number, of course, corresponds to a unique category of inner geekdom movie trivia schmodown knowledge. Your first question is worth two points. Your second question is worth three points. And your third question, should we make it that far, which sounds like a threat, is worth five big points. Any JT rules and challenges you have left are still in. All right, so we're going to start here with Saul. You do have the lead. You got three numbers. What do you got? Uh, one, two, three. One, two, three. And Hannah? Four, eight, and 15. Four, eight, 
15 for Hannah. All right. So with that, we are going to remove Hannah and bring in Kate. All right, Kate, 60 seconds starting now. <laughs> I should have cleaned up my bedroom before I did this. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, Saul, you are, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good, that's a, that's a solid lead. It's a good cushion. So here's the here's the challenge is right now, uh, if we're going to miss, it's because you don't know it, not because we answer too quickly, because at this point, we don't have the benefits of a JTE. So right now, you're going to have to be you're going to I want you to use all 15, all 10, whatever it is, seconds to answer those questions. You look beautiful out there, my man. I can tell you're right in the right spot. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm as good as I'm going to be. Okay. So let's just, let's milk this, okay? Take your time because I don't want, I don't want um, uh, you to know something and say the wrong thing. I want you to say the right thing because you know the right thing and just take the time that you need. No JTEs left. So whatever it, it is, it is. All right. You are leading by four. Thank you, Kate. And now we're going to bring in the stars. All right, Christy, you got 60 seconds starting now. Okay, so he's leading by four. But you can you can beat him by answering a five, which means that he would have to answer questions and he's never answered a round three question correctly. So history is on our side here. So I'm not really worried about it because you can answer round three questions because you've done that before. Like you've answered all of them. So yeah, I'm not really worried. You certainly not hit a five before. I've uh, yeah. overcome a larger deficit than this before. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not, I wasn't as sharp in that round two for sure, but let's see how Saul does in round three. Yeah, and you have two of your repeats left, so use your time. You got He's this, got though. He's got none. He's got none. All right. Thank you so much to the stars. I never bring Saul back. All right. So we're going to start here with Brandon Hanna. Brandon, you chose category four. It's going to start you out with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Here you go. Brandon, who voices Leonardo in 2014's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Johnny Knoxville. For two points, Brandon Hanna has now tied, excuse me, he's within two. So he's got to hit his three-pointer here. And he chose category eight, and that would be DC Films. DC for Brandon Hanna. All right, Brandon Hanna for three points. In Catwoman, Patience Phillips works in what department of the cosmetics company Hadair Beauty? Perfume. Looking for the art department. The art department. All right. So interesting situation at the moment. Brandon Hanna hits it. He forces Saul to answer some questions in the third round. However, if not, Saul will have his third KO and move on to the third round. Brandon Hanna, he chose category 15, my friend. Transformers is your question here. Five-point question. Here it is. In Transformers, The Last Night, what is the name of Isabella's small robotic friend? Five. I'll do a repeat. All right, second one for the Hitman. In Transformers The Last Night, what is the name of Isabella's small robotic friend?
Five. I'll do a repeat. Last one. In Transformers The Last Night, what is the name of Isabella's small robotic friend? Time clock. Five. Sebastian. And you're winner by way of technical knockout. Saul. Saul does it. He beats his arch nemesis with a TKO. Saul has done it. What a victory by Saul. It was three different locations in order to do it, but he did it. Quote the Raven. Saul has beaten and then Hannah. All right. So we are now going to move Saul and Kate into the winner's circle with Jen Sturger. Ken, so that was a hell of a match there for Saul. And it was going back and forth. They were like, it was just two guys scrapping and fighting. And, and it was that round two, that Spider-Man round. What was so interesting about that round was it looked like Saul had missed. If Brandon Hanna capitalizes on that Spider-Man, it's a very different game. Yeah, Saul left the front door open, which is also where he was running in and out of to get better internet. And I, I thought uh, Brandon Hanna played a great game and some strategy. Maybe he got in his head. He, he did admit, and then Jen's going to ask better questions than I could ever about what was going on in his head. I think he's a talented competitor, and sometimes if you start slipping, maybe you doubt where you're at. But I could be off base with that. I think uh, Hanna really uh, brings a lot to it. But, uh, man, Saul just kept one step ahead the entire match. He's very determined. You can tell he was very determined, and this was something that he wanted, and you can tell from the second he entered until the end there, and he, Brandon Hanna was right. Saul has not had to answer any of those questions on the winning side, and he doesn't have to do it again. He's 3-2 and two with three knockouts now, and that's got to feel good for him because now he's done it against Brandon Hanna. There's tied at 1-1. One one. I'm sure this is not the last time we'll see these two tangle, but it will be the last time we see them tangle in the tournament because Saul is now moving on to face either Chance Ellison or Moose Haas. But more on that and a lot other things. We've got Jen Sturger with Saul and Kate Mullen. Saul, it's so good to see you, especially back in the winner's column. Uh, the last time I spoke with you, obviously, uh, things looked a little bit different. What does this win mean to you today? Not much. It was just another day at work. <laughs> and um, that's all it was. I went. Uh, the I got home from Los Angeles after the Moses match, and I went right back to work. And today is no different than that Monday where I picked myself up and just reinventing my pride. You have uh, this is this. Uh, it was just another. It was a good day at work. That's all it was. I like the sound of that, Kate. You've got to yes. be feeling pretty good about this, especially like I said, the fact that it was against Brandon Hanna and. It's got to be a good moral victory today. Yeah, I mean, this is this is uh, to Hannah's credit. He was he was very patient with the technical difficulties we were we were having today, and and I, I actually thank everybody the, the the crew, everybody for 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 bearing with us on that. A group of professionals here. What I will say is that, like, yeah, you know, when Saul doesn't have to answer round three questions, he doesn't have the opportunity to get them right. So sorry we couldn't prove that he can get round three questions right too today but um no I'm, this is the salt this is the salt i know i knew him last year this is the guy that i thought was going to beat hannah last year this is the guy that did it this year instead this is the guy this is the guy that uh, that people are excited about this is the guy i've been excited about the amount of work that this man has put into this the and and you can listen you can 
talk all you want about how he takes it so seriously. You're welcome. He takes it that seriously. Cause then we get a match like this. Then we get a match where he's making steals left and right, where he's tied at the beginning. And then suddenly he's got a four point lead. And the next thing you know, it's a TKO. So you're welcome that the man takes it this seriously. And this is why it's because of victories like this. You know, you said you can talk all you want. Well, Brandon obviously did. Uh, he talked a lot. You stayed quiet. Is this a new thing for Saul? Like, is it less about the Saul show in terms of entertainment value and more just about getting work done? Absolutely not. This was <laughs> me telling you, you want me to knock people out. I can knock them out. I can go and get my knuckles dirty. I can go 15 rounds if you want. There's not a type of fight in the Schmodown. I can't come in and win. And that's all this was. I was clipping the deviant timeline. I should have never lost to Brandon Hanna last year. It was a fluke. Everyone who pays attention to the Schmodan knows it was a fluke. And all I did was remind everyone of that. We're now back on the real prime timeline. And the Saul show is going network. It's going to go bigger than ever. This was just a really good day at work. And I need to thank each and every one of you who are still tuned in, who still are paying a subscription to Prime Saul Show. All right? Because you're going to get a lot more of it. I'm just getting started. Thank you for your patience, by the way, everyone today. And Jen, <laughs> it looks like you're feeling better. I hope you are. She looked Baby good. steps every day, man. Baby steps every day. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, so now uh, you get to round two. You're either going to face Moose or Chance. Is there a preference there for you at all? Or is it just kind of like put whatever in front of you? I like the idea of... Um, what Chance Ellison kind of the idea of being able to, to step in with a with a colossal heavyweight like a Chance Ellison and push myself and see what that brings out of me is a very exciting proposition. I will not sleep uh, uh, on on loose, uh, especially if he gets past Chance Ellison. That you know I'm not sleeping on him already, but if he does that, I'll you know I'll tip my cap to him. But uh, Chance Ellison, that would be that's a draw right there, Saul versus Ellison in my opinion. So uh, I would love I would love to meet Chance uh, at the table. I think a lot of people out there are clamoring for that same matchup. So uh, congratulations on a great win today. Um, like I said, best of luck to you in the tournament and can't wait to see what you guys come up with. You have no idea how much that means to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thank you. So obviously a very, very happy Saul. And uh, this, is a, this is a big win for him. Not only does he get past that loss of collision, he beats Brandon Hanna, and he advances to the second round. And he picks up three points for the Den. So you know Saul's got to be feeling good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is this is a, a this is a dangerous competitor when he's locked in like this. Yeah, you know he he mentioned it himself that that flight back from L.A. Uh, that big loss. He probably had all the time in the world to think about this, and that is a long dark tea time of the soul. And if you land and emerge a better pe a person and a stronger competitor, more power to you. And it seems like that's what he did today. Yeah, I agree. And you know, look, Brandon Hanna was was hanging in there, and I think he'll probably say the same thing um, about that second round. I think that if he if he steals a, one of those questions. It's a very different game, but he wasn't able to do it. But a lot more from Brandon Hanna, Christy V. They are with Jen Sturger right now. Jen. Brandon, the second interview is obviously the hardest, always. Uh, tough loss today. Uh, where do you feel like this really went off the rails? I'm assuming you're going to say round two. <laughs> I mean, besides yeah. all the technical glitches, which, by the way, 
hats off to both of you for staying in that match because I know that stuff like that, I, I can only imagine how rattling it is. Yeah, well, now I've officially had more second interviews than first interviews in Intergeekdom, so that's fun. But uh, yeah, I this, this was an interesting match. This was a tough match. Um, Saul won. He 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 beat me. But I mean, I don't honestly. I, I don't think he played well. I just think I played worse. He there was three points of steals opportunities from him in round two that I couldn't capitalize on. He capitalized on mine. If, I really think I, that that's what it came down to. Is you said yeah. it yourself. You kind of, you kind of outplayed yourself by not capitalizing on his mistakes and those opportunities that you had to to get points on the board. For sure, if I can, if I can capitalize, like Christian said, like you just said, it's a totally, totally different game. Uh, I studied really hard for this match. I did. I had a lot of friends in my corner. Um, Sabrina was there for me every single night while I'm sitting in front of the TV and the computer, cramming trivia facts into my brain. Um, I had all the support in the world. It just, mm -hmm. it's, it sucks when the questions don't fall your way. I play along the other matches. When the questions do fall my way, I feel so confident. And then you get a Transformers the last night question for your five pointer. And God bless Saul, he knew it. I didn't, that movie's awful. So it's just, <laughs> it just comes down to bad luck. Uh, it seems a lot more than it should, uh, but you know, I'll hang in there, I always do. You know, what? do you think that you might have looked past Saul, especially after his last performance? Or do you think you underestimated him in your preparation? I don't think so. I've always known Saul was a threat. You know, it's my job to come up here and belittle him and make him feel small and act like this is going to be a walk in the park. But I'm not underestimating any of my components, like, ever. It's just, this is my job to do that, to be a representative of the stars, uh, Christy uh, represented me so, so well today, represented the faction so well today. As my manager, um, she made me laugh. She kept me calm, cool, collected. Uh, questions didn't fall my way, but, you know, I, I never underestimated Saul. I always took him seriously. Yeah. Speaking of Christy, first time managing, how did that feel? A little bit different? Yeah, it's so much nicer when the pressure is not on you to, like, <laughs> remember Inception and funny people also. It's nice when the questions aren't, you know, being asked of me and I can just pay attention to the game. And, uh, you know, you I learned, learned, did you feel like you learned anything from that manager's perspective that you can take into your, into your life as a competitor moving forward? Yeah. Just, I mean, just staying focused, keeping your head in the game and just, you can't let stuff, you know, build up first round is first round, second round is second round. And, and anything can happen at any point in the game. And you just have to stay focused and keep your head in the game. And if the questions fall your way, you can win. You can beat anybody on any given day. If the questions fall your way. Well, Hannah, obviously, you know, take take aside your rivalry from Saul. You know, he's going to have to face Chance or Moose. Uh, now that you're going to be just watching the rest of the tournament, do you have any uh, any wagers on who might win that match? Uh, between Saul and the winner of that? I don't know. Chance and Moose is going to be tough, but whoever ends up playing Saul, Saul's going to have his work cut out for him. Those are two competitors. You cannot give up three potential steal points against you can give them up to me and still walk away with a tko but i don't think with chance or moose so he's gonna have to really i think hunker down and if you got to go to multiple choice for all five questions go for all five questions but do not give up those steals against competitors like that i i know i just gave up three myself so but hey look at it this way if saul goes all the way then you can be like you know what i lost <laughs> to the guy that won the whole thing so 
I yeah, mean, that play. happened last year with the teams tournament with the odd couple. I still get no respect in teams. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, tough loss today, man. But always pleasure seeing you. And uh, you'll bounce back from this, no doubt. Thanks. Pleasure seeing you as well. Take it easy, guys. See you, Jen. All right, Ken. So obviously, look, Brandon Hanna, uh, I think, was pretty honest inside of that and said, it's not necessarily that Salt played so great. I missed some, but Saul won the match. And, you know, and Brandon Hanna is a very good competitor. And I'm also very curious, and I've said this about all the competitors now. Brandon Hanna really shines in that in-studio spotlight, in the live spotlight. So I wonder if the digital age, if 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 Brandon Hanna has outlived the digital age like a lot of other competitors have. Outlived? I hope not. You know, I don't want to outlive a lot of things in life anymore, Christian. But I'll tell you what, maybe you're right. Maybe you're true. Maybe the adrenaline falls down. I mean, I'm sitting here in my underpants and socks. You can't see it. And I got to you know, step up my game. But uh, that might be a reason. But I would th I would think listening to that Brandon Hanna that he would give no excuses other than the facts. He lost the match today. He's going to work hard to get better. He already knows what he's capable of. He talked about the team's thing. He feels he gets no respect. He's going to uh, only really has to prove it to himself with each match coming forward. Well, it was a great match. It was a lot of fun to call with you, my friend. But Saul is going on to the next round, and that will be the winner of Moose Haas versus Chance. That match will be airing next week, and it will be from the Scum and Villainy Cantina. So make sure everybody here check that out. So many great things we have coming up. We have a number one contender match between Final Exam and Lightning Time. That's coming up. Can Ethan Irwin get yet another shot at a title if he's able to defeat final exam to get a teams under his belt speaking of ethan Irwin, he's going to be battling marisol mckee in september that is the first first female competitor we've had challenge for the singles championship since clark wolf in 2018 so that's going to be a historic historic night make sure you check that out we have a lot of fun live events coming up new york brooklyn october 9th on the undercard round two we have a match we have a match and that match is griffin newman versus Josh Horowitz. That is going to be a crazy, crazy round two match. So make sure you check it out. Um, and we're going to find out who is in that number one contender match. Excuse me, the title match between either Ethan Irwin, Marisol McKee. They'll be going up against whether is it going to be Chance? Is it going to be Snyder? Is it going to be Collins? Is it going to be JT? We're going to find out pretty soon. But Ken, this was a hell of a match. Thank you for calling. It's always great to see you. A lot of fun to be here. Saul's great. I know sometimes he looks like he sold pills to Billy Billy Graham at uh, Madison Square Garden 78, but he's a great guy, great competitor. I love what he brings to the schmo down here. And you know what, buddy? It's been a long time since you and I sat and had a chicken salad sandwich. Who would have thought this is where we'd end up? Hey, maybe we can still do that, my friend, because we look forward to seeing you in person. I can't wait to call a match with you in person again, my friend. So check out Ken and everything he's doing. Uh, and yeah, that's it, everybody. Thank you for joining us at the tournament. So many tournaments going on. If you're brand new to the channel, please subscribe. Make sure you check us out on the podcast feed. Join Patreon, patreon.com slash schmodown. And the whole gang is putting all the work in. Everybody at Skybound, the great post team, everybody that we have here. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Thank you to Jen Sturger and everybody involved. We'll see you next time.